The wait is over. Author Simone Kelly is back with another supernatural thriller called Whispers from the Past. Her national bestseller, Like a Fly on the Wall, came first, and now you can find out what happened in the lives of Jacques, Kylie, Dee, and Hisham. Reincarnation, karma, and past lives are just some of the things that unfold in Whispers from the Past. Simone Kelly sends readers on a jaw-dropping ride of steamy, erotic moments, comedy, suspense, and supernatural thrills. Don't miss out on this page-turning joyride. Get your copy wherever books are sold. For more information, go to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. That's ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. Power Radio and TV. Today I'm so delighted to have one of my newest friends, Kim Green, all the way from Colorado, who is going to be talking to us about vaccines. The topic is, are vaccines safe? Um, Kim Green is a speaker, author, and educator. She's also the founder of Advanced Therapy Institute. Uh, so welcome, Kim. Thank you. Thank you. It's so lovely to be here today. Thanks so much. So we, we met back in January at a... Um, an author's uh, convention, right? We had a good time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. Down yeah. in Florida. Yeah. We had a good time and we just connected after that. That was like one of, um, I love networking. That's one of the things you meet people mm-hmm. all across the country. So one thing, the point of networking is to do something with the networking, which is what we're doing right now. So. Exactly. Well, and I just really appreciate, you know, all the people that you have on the East coast and I'm going to share you with the people I have here in Colorado. So that way we can, we can just bridge everybody together. Exactly. That's how it works. So tell us first about your company and how you got started. I know you have uh, your resume is like, like, a, like a scroll. So, so just give us <laughs> the, the short uh, cliff note version of how you got to where you are now so that we can kind of, you know, give some backstory on your um, mm-hmm. expertise in the topic. Of okay. Story. So I was a hot mess back in like 1991, 1992. And I met this incredible Penobscot woman who really saved my life uh, from myself. (laughs) So what she did was she showed me different ways to heal. And so, um, so over time um, I had another woman who came in and mentored me and she said, you know, you have the demeanor to do this. Have you ever thought about doing it, Kim? And I thought, well, I haven't, but you know, this sounds good. This sounds like something I'd want to do. So, um, so I started a private practice doing somatic trauma release, um, back in 92 and, uh, and then also doing a lot of rehabilitative body work, a lot of herbalism, just you name it, everything holistic. And then that just kind of progressed forward. You know, I came out to Colorado and I was able to have a really vibrant private practice. I've worked with a lot of mass shooting victims, um, different things, you know, from from disease to mass shooting victims, everything trauma related, you know, I've probably done it. And so you say, uh, tell me again, the, 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 the modality that is called trauma, what? Um, yeah, it's called somatic trauma yeah. release. So it's a way of working. Yeah. It's a way of working with people who have PTSD, desensitizing them, you know, when they have like the, 
the night terrors and they have the hypersensitivity and they basically, you know, just can't get their lives together again. Well, they really can. There's a way to do that, but it's through the body. We have to bypass the cerebral cortex, go straight to the brainstem and we can work with it. So I've been specializing it and, you know, in it for about 30 years. Oh, and so, wow. um, so, you know, and, and I have worked with people from the mass shootings and just all sorts of things. So in 2002, I realized, wow, I'm only one person and not very many people knew about it even in the United States. So I started a school to start teaching people what I do and how to help others. So in 2002, I started my school and that's Advanced Therapy Institute. Okay. And then okay. uh, under that, we have a program called the Wellness Way with Revolution. I have one of my mentors of 20, 25 years. She's 92 years old now. She's taught me. Ooh, I love oh, that. Yeah. And she still practices. Love she's it. incredible. Yeah, Everybody loves. Time mentors. A lot of people don't do that, you know, so I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Vivian is 92 and she still practices and she's just incredible. And so Vivian has um, over the years mentored me and taught me all these old folk remedies that are being lost. Mm -hmm. And so what we decided back in June before COVID, I had this burning desire, you know, it was like really on my heart to put everything down that she'd ever told me and give it away to the community, not charge for it, but give it away. Okay. So that's what, that's what we're, you made we're e -book? doing. Is that the ebook that you wrote? Yeah, that's the ebook okay. that we're writing right now. It's not okay. finished. Okay. But um, but if people go to www.advancedtherapyinstitute.net and they look on the left side and find Wellness Way Revolution, they can sign up for um, for uh, the the auto responders and that kind of stuff and and emails. And then when we launch, they'll be able to get it. But they have to sign um, a disclosure and a disclaimer because these are these are really some intense old folk remedies that um, people don't know about anymore. But, but Vivian and I, we just wanted to give them out to the public mm -hmm. because what I've seen is I've also lobbied a lot over the years. So what I've seen is that the, you know, the government um, is really trying to make a lot of these things illegal. Right. And, um, and, and actually we were talking about that because I didn't know at all that you said some holistic practices are considered legal. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, Colorado or that's where is that? Um, so so there are 11 states in the United States where um, holistic health is legal to practice. Only 11. The other the other states are illegal. So we've got Colorado, New Mexico. I helped change the laws in both Colorado, and New Mexico. Um, my friend in Oklahoma is trying to make sure that they maintain their rights down there. Um, one of my friends in Minnesota, California, Rhode Island, Louisiana. Um, New York, it is not legal in New York, Simone. What? what? No, it, I no. Holistic health. health. What about is Florida? Not legal. Uh, no, it's not legal in Florida either. This is, that sounds like nonsense. I, I can't even believe that. All the people, I, my whole crew is holistic health. We should all be in jail. <laughs> I know. Well, no, no. We should all be fighting together, making it legal there. Good point. But I, I just never, I, I'm shocked. I'm actually really shocked to hear this. But, yeah. Um, all right, well, let's move on because we got that's a whole nother that's a whole nother episode. We definitely need to touch that on that. That is a whole nother episode. Yeah, I really yeah. am interested in that because I was a part of like the holistic chamber of commerce. I mean, all these businesses were practicing holistic health. Why why would that be illegal? That's ridiculous. But I get it. I get it. Um big farmers in charge. It's big farm and it's doctors. <laughs> it's it's it's, right. it's under the Medical Practices Act. Right. People so, can look it up in their state. Leading to the 
the topic at hand about vaccines. Yeah. Um, as a holistic health practitioner, what is your main concern about, um, let's just say vaccines overall, and then we'll get more into COVID, obviously. That's one of the top ones that everybody's talking about right now. But just tell us, because there's so much misinformation about vaccines, and it's very confusing. This is researching for the show. I was overwhelmed with all the, like, that's a lie. That's a myth, you know. So can you break it down, just the basics, yeah. and we'll, we'll chop it up in pieces. But first, just mm-hmm. tell me, what's your main concern about vaccines? So my main concern is that neurological damage from vaccines. That is my main concern. That's one of the number one things that vaccines create in the United States and our children. Mm-hmm. And and when people say, well, that's a lie, that's a myth, you know, well, there's this thing called vaccine court. So Congress back in the 80s realized that there are actually people who are harmed by vaccines. So they created vaccine court. Wow. And it's uh, wow. for every vaccine, there is a percentage of that vaccine that has to go into this fund. And a parent from the time that their child is injured, vaccine injured, they have seven years to then prove their case that 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 vaccine injured their child. Mm -hmm. So if it wasn't real, why is it that Congress actually has this billion dollar fund to pay out to injured people? Because they know that a percentage of the population is going to be injured. So a lot of people think that these are myths, right? But they're not. Because Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is an elected official, and you know, and and I know a lot of our elected officials and politicians, they do lie, but he's he's not lying on this one. He took the very truth that actually won in vaccine court, right? And that's substantial because so many people have tried to sue vaccine companies, but under the United States government, they have exemption from being sued. They can't be sued, they don't have to pay out. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, the, the thing that frightens me the most, I noticed how they have a lot of stories of people where the child was fine and like two, when they turned two or three, then all of a sudden they can't walk. Um, during my research, I noticed that um, a lot of the quote unquote myths that were um, on, on the internet were quoted, started by a quote from Robert um, Kennedy Jr. who was talking about Bill Gates, saying that he um, funded a lot of vaccines um, in the Congo, in the Philippines, Afghanistan, and how people were paralyzed, I guess, in India. I'm not really sure. But according to the internet, they claim that it's all false. Um, however, it was taken from his page. So can you elaborate on fact or fiction? Like, <laughs> did, did Bill Gates pay off everybody to, to, to say it's a, it's a myth? Like, what? <laughs> I can see that happen. Well, but, um, you know, well, you know it, it really does happen. So I, I actually researched this a long time ago. I started seeing things when the web first came out in the 90s right, where there was this huge lawsuit in the Philippines, in Russia, and there was one other country in Africa, where these women found that they had been sterilized. So what happened was there was this huge international lawsuit in the 90s, Mm -hmm. um, because they had come in and they had received the tetanus shot. And what they realized in the tetanus shot is that they had anti um, HGB, uh, anti HGB antibodies that would make their bodies sterile. And so this was an experiment that the World Health Organization and that, you know, and Bill Gates is one of the number one funders of the World Health Organization. You can go into the World Health Organization, read their bylaws, you know, get back into press releases and see where Bill Gates is one of their number one donors through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So these were actual real cases 
where, and the woman who really caught this, she was a doctor. She was in the Philippines. And when she inoculated her community, she realized that all the women started miscarrying if they could get pregnant and then nobody could get pregnant, not even herself. And so when she looked at what was the common theme, she saw, oh my gosh, you know, it was this tetanus shot that we administered. All these women had it. And so when she went and did further studies, she found the anti-HGB um, sterilant within the vaccine. And that was by design. So uh, the World Health Organization and all the people involved in it, and this was some of Bill Gates's beginning research into sterilization of populations, they lost their lawsuit. These communities won. Wow. And, but part of the deal was when these communities won is that they were supposed to um, put a gag order. Nobody could talk about it any longer. There was a gag order, and that was part of the payout. And so the communities were paid out. There was a gag order on all the documentation, and the documentation went away. I used to sit on the web at night at 2 o'clock in the morning when I had insomnia and read the actual court documentation just completely appalled that um, these huge institutions would be doing this. Then if you fast forward a little bit, go look up any of of Bill Gates' TED Talk. Um, I saw that clip. Yeah. Talking about depopulation is right there in in everybody's face. I saw that clip. Yeah. Yeah. But but what people don't see is he's talking about it. He's normalizing it. He's got Mm -hmm. a smile on his face. But then there's this really bad thing that's happened historically in the past that he's actually been sued on, right? And so, so, well, the World Health Organization was sued on. So you go back to the documents and and it's real. And he actually is saying what he's wanting to do. So, but, you know, but if you say something in a way that doesn't seem so offensive, people will say, oh, well, that's an interesting idea. And just let it go. Not thinking that there's action behind those words. And that's what he's been doing is action behind those words. Um. You know, I've seen in my I've seen in my own personal life, as well as with my clients, how vaccines really did injure their children. But since people and individuals can't sue a vaccine company because they're exempt, you know, then then people have no recourse. They can go they can go to vaccine court, but they have to catch it within seven years. Most learning disabilities do not show up from vaccine injury until people are late in grade school or in junior high. So, so it's like you give your baby a vaccine at six months, they aren't going to show up at age seven. You can't tell yet. And that is by design. I have a question. So um, is the microchip rumor true? (laughs) Yeah. And and I will, and I will share with people how you can go look it up. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the name. I'm going to spell it out so that way you can find it. Well, so, let's tell us that because most people might not might not know what we're talking about. So the, the also the rumor is um, Bill Gates is behind um, the vaccine and that they're going to put some kind of microchip. I don't know how, how that works, but um, <laughs> it does sound like some futuristic stuff, but you never know. Anything's possible. Because um, I know that they actually have a chip where you can scan to get into certain parties or something. There's some craziness that, that mm-hmm. actually is a real thing. So, um, yeah, tell us now, how can we research it ourselves? Because I'm, I'm curious. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how you can research it. Then I'm going to tell you a backstory. I live in Colorado Springs, right? So I have five military bases that surround me. 
So I hear things that usually other people don't hear. And I just think that they're wild and way out there and there's no chance of this at all. So I had a friend who was basically, uh, he was um, a military contractor and he quit his job. And I said, why did you quit? And he did research. And he says, because of what they're doing. He said, they're using nanoparticles and they're, you know, and they're, you know, putting them into people. And that's what the research that we're doing right now. Yeah. And this was 20, this was 25 years ago. He quit 25 oh, years ago. They advanced the technology by now. Exactly. Can you imagine what they've done in 25 years? So he said, I didn't feel it was ethical. And I said, oh, you know, you're just, you're just conning me and, and you're not, <laughs> this isn't really true. Right. He said, no, he said, we have nanoparticles that we can put in vaccines that can be an RFID, basically an RFID tracker. Um, now, fast forward 25 years on my radio show a long time ago, um, I, I um, interviewed a gentleman. He was an AI specialist. He had figured out a way of taking a computer and hooking it into the brain and having an interface between the body and a computer. So, so think about what they can do with those nanoparticles now. Now, if you don't think this is true, right, and you think Tell this is way out there, I'm going to have you look up the program in India. And this is the program that Bill Gates actually funded, founded, and makes money off of. And by the way, he's doubled his money in the last 10 years of, of saying he was going to give all of his money away. This is a very big money scheme for him. So, um, and, and the word is spelled A-A-D-V-A-A-H. It's the Adva um, metadata system. So in Eastern India, um, here, like I think it was about a decade ago, mm -hmm. they decided that they were going to use a retinal scanner fingerprinting um, in order to move this program forward. And then over time, they put in an RFID chip. And so right now, you know, India has almost 80 to 90 percent of their population um, that is in this program. Oh, because they wanted, they wanted to be able to um, have those who were unbanked, right? Those people who don't have banking accounts, they wanted to be able to deliver services more easily. And they wanted to have a metadata system where somebody just had to do their retinal scan, their fingerprint, and then they moved to a progressed program where they had an RFID chip right here in their in their thumb. and um, and so this is a real governmental program that um, that Bill Gates promoted he makes money off of it this is his research this is his technology and this is a real program so they're doing it in India and people actually sued India and said that they wanted the program stopped and they lost their lawsuit oh boy yeah, that was so, thing that they said was, was also, I keep doing air quotes, <laughs> also, yeah. I read that too, yeah. But yeah. Um, so now, um, because we're, we're kind of running out of time, so I want to get to the, the, the topic at hand too. Um, when it comes to the coronavirus vaccine that they claim that they're going to have, you know, and I don't know how, how possible that is, but they're going to have a, a cure. What are, you, what are your views on that? Should, should Americans take it? Um, we asked people on your power radio and almost everybody said, hell no, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've never taken the flu vaccine. I always, I always was skeptical about that alone. Just cause they always, not uh -huh. vaccine. did they call it a vaccine? Yeah. Flu vaccine? Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Um, I've never taken it and I don't want to, and I'm, I'm very pretty healthy. Um, so I wanted to know what, what's your take on this whole 
coronavirus vaccine. So I think for me personally, I think that is a personal choice. Everybody has to make their own choice as to whether or not they're going to take it. For me personally, I would not take it. The more I research about it, it is uh, our uh, DNA vaccine, which means it can actually go in and reprogram your DNA. Mm. This has never, ever before been studied or used on the human population. They have no idea what this is going to do. This is kind of like, you know, this is kind of like Frankenstein stuff. Right, right, right. So, um, monkeys now from what I heard. I don't know how true that is, but. Mm -hmm. But they might be testing monkeys, but clinical trials, yeah. animal trials are supposed to go for several years because we have to have a long-term um, clinical trial um, in order to see what kinds of things are these are going to have long-lasting effects. Right. Now, um, now, from what my friend a long time ago, and you can give me my tinfoil hat, I don't care, you know, <laughs> but, but what my friend a long time ago told me, they can put a nanoparticle in a vaccine. And so I am really concerned that that is partially what is going to happen within this vaccine. And, um, and from some of the stuff that I've researched online about uh, technology is there's a gel that they can put in the vaccine that when it goes in and, and, and attaches to the DNA in your body, it stays there. So once it's in your body, it's not like a chip in India that you can take out. It actually becomes part of your body. And here's the really freaky thing, right? So these are, these are vaccines are patented, right? The molecules within them are patented. So if you have a patented vaccine in your body, who owns you? <laughs> wow, boom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who owns you? Because Monsanto, remember when they put out the Monsanto seeds years ago, and then the bees would take the pollen and they would pollinate all the farmers' fields around them. Monsanto sued those farmers and said, hey, you've got our patented, you know, molecules in your crops. A lot of nerve. Stole it. Right. And Monsanto won. Really? Monsanto won. The farmers had to destroy their crops. And most of them went under. The, the biggest thing that I think most people are afraid of, and again, I don't know how true or how, you know, possible this is, is how they're saying they can actually force us to take the vaccine. Yes. They yes, can. They can. They can. Oh, crap. Yeah. The FDA can. Um, uh, the state health department can. And I'm going to, and I know we're running out of time, so I'm going to share with everybody how they cannot. And I want everyone to fight back on this. <laughs> so the FDA can only force the vaccination if there is not another viable treatment. So that's why they're giving such pushback on hydroxychloroquine right? Because that is another viable treatment. If there is not a viable treatment, then the FDA cannot use their emergency powers to um, inoculate the country en masse. Right. And then there's right. also another one. Um, I think it's vervectin or vimectin. I think it's vervectin is, the no is another one that I just saw the other day that they've been having good luck with in India treating COVID. So what about so what, that's what I'm yeah, about. Yeah, so so what you need to do and what everyone needs to do who does not want to take this vaccine, you're going to go to your county commissioners and you're going to tell your county commissioners, we want our community health department to carry hydroxychloroquine and vermectin as a secondary treatment to um, you know, to COVID. Mm -hmm. And then if enough people do that, right, and really put the pressure on your politicians 
You can do it at a county level. You will not be able to do it at a state level. Put enough pressure on those county politicians saying, we want this in writing in a county resolution that there is a secondary treatment for COVID. So that way we are not forced inoculated. And we want to make sure that your county health department has hydroxychloroquine and vermectin on hand as a secondary treatment. And then those emergency powers can't come in. Okay, that's that's good information. And then what about on on the, the prevention side? Because I'm thinking, you know, just keep your immune system up. Probably mm-hmm. don't watch the news every five minutes either. That that fear yeah. is, that ends yeah, up. and 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 yeah, and, and and all of this is being censored. Google is in an antitrust violation case with 48 state attorney generals for censorship right now. Wow. So 48 attorney generals are looking at them. Google actually uh, started two of the 14, 16 largest pharmaceutical companies in the last four or five years. Guess what they specialize in with their partnerships? Vaccines. Oh my God. And, um, and, and AI. So, so don't watch Google, you know, don't watch <laughs> mainstream media and, and that kind of thing. But what you can do is when it comes to staying healthy, and this is just folk medicine. Um, I'm just sharing what they used to do. I'm not a doctor, so that's my little disclaimer. If you choose to do this, it's on your own. Um, but my little uh, friend Vivian, I asked her, I said, Vivian, what do we do? And she says, well, she said, you just use some Kickapoo juice, Kim. I said, well, what is that? <laughs> Kickapoo juice. She calls everything Kickapoo juice that like can can um, that, that she has in her repertoire of, okay. of holistic medicine. So she said you use Kickapoo juice, then you make a tea and you take it two or three times a day. And it's astragalus root. It's going to be slippery elm. Slippery elm is um, an endangered species. So make sure you get somebody who is a sustainable grower if you're going to get it. And marshmallow root. And you make teas out of that. Now there's other things too. Yeah, there's other things too. There's light therapy that you can do. We do teach a light therapy class. And um and that kind of thing. Uh, and light therapy has been around for ages. It, light is just brand new. The FDA has finally approved light to reduce pain. But I've been using light in the acupressure system for, for 30 years. And uh, it's really effective. So you can do light therapy as well. There are certain things you can do with that. Um, zinc. Echinacea purpurea is the most important thing, right? Everybody's going out and get echinacea. Make sure it says... What's that? Edelberry. Everybody keeps talking about edelberry, vitamin C. Yeah, um, elderberry, vitamin C, zinc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of those are really, really good. But if you come down with COVID, you're going to come, you're going to really hit the kickapoo juice with the astragalus root, marshmallow root, and slippery elm. But you're going to use, and you're just going to use that to, you know, if you if you end up having it. Right. Not because that doesn't help prevent it. Mm-mm, no, uh-uh. well, and, it, and it's, 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 it's considered, you know, it's considered a folk remedy. You don't use a folk remedy all the time as prevention. Our body becomes immune and accustomed to it. Mm. So make sure you use your zinc, your vitamin C, you know, use supplements and herbs first or use supplements first to enhance your body, then bring in herbs when you need them. Even That's elderberry, exactly. you, you do not take elderberry constantly. Your right. body will become, it'll be like a, you'll get. And, you know, like elderberry resistance. Gotcha. Yeah, and people yeah. Are me up they're, they're fighting and yelling about um, protecting themselves and, um, you know, like mask and social distancing, but they're at McDonald's. They're at the takeout. Like you're eating crap 
<laughs> so yeah. your body is, is yeah. not going to get any any resistance to any any illness if you're eating horrible food, you know? So Yeah, and so, you know, eat foods with zinc in them, eat foods with vitamin C. The pith of the orange actually has more vitamin C, the white piece, the white part of the orange really? has more vitamin C than the orange itself. Wow. So you just yeah. take that little skin and you just like a little rabbit going. <laughs> eat uh, that pith. But no, the pith will take the enamel off your off your teeth. So just Ooh. know that. Be moderate with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. apple cider vinegar. Same thing. They tell you not to drink. You to be careful. Dilute it because I know somebody whose teeth yeah. are kind of like. Yeah, they get they get yellow and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, but a lot of this stuff, going back to the wellness way revolution, a lot of this stuff, um, when we finally do launch, um, will be in that book. And like I said, it's free. Vivian and I wanted to do this because we are losing our natural remedies. And we thought, how can we best overcome anyone who would block humanity's God-given right to heal? Right. And we thought, right. we just give the information away. Can we get your website so people can reach out to you and learn more about what you're doing mm-hmm. and also be on the mail? Oh, yeah. Let's come out. What's the website? Yeah, it's uh, www.advancedtherapyinstitute.net. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And, and I have my cell phone number on it. People can actually reach out to me and text me, you know, in person. If they got a question, they can text me because, um, you know, I, I just really want to help people. Well, thank you, Kim, for being on our show. We have, um, I'm sure, many other topics that we're going to pull you back for because <laughs> you're well-versed in so many different things. So I'm looking forward to having you back on the show. Thanks again for your time. And remember, um, anything you want is attainable, own your power. Keep it locked on Own Your Power Radio. And we'll see you next time. Own Your Power Radio. Real soul and hip hop. Just the way you like it. I got the dynamo of volition, the pup pole position, automatic transmission with the old emissions. I'm a brand new addition to the old edition with the love of conditional. And I'm a drama abolitionist, damn, no opposition to my proposition. Half of a man, half magician, half a politician, holding the mic like ammunition. And my vision is as simple as light. Ain't no reason we should be in a fight, no demolition. Get to vote, get to see what you like. Procreation, compositions already written by themselves. Hackers for the people not believing in gosh. Good job, get them up way high, give me, give me that high five Good time, get them way down low, give me, give me that low dough Good God, bring them back again, give me, give me that high ten You're the best definition of good intention I do not answer the call if I do not know who is calling I guess the whole point of it all is that we never know really Trying to keep with the Joneses While waiting for guns and the roses To finish what we all suppose Is gonna be the shit we'll soon Then wrist lock, twisting up a Rizzler Kid Icarus on the transistor Nintendo be giving me the blister I bend over, take it in the kisser My best friends are hitting on my sister Try to tell them that they still a wisher Cause she already got us up a Mr. And besides that's gross, don't wanna diss her I did it, 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 didn't I say, didn't I say Good job, get them up way high Give me, give me that high five Good time, get them way down low Give me, give me that low Give me, give me that high ten You're the best definition of good intention Oh, 
definition of good versus evil. I do not keep up with statistics. I do not sleep without a mistress. I do not eat unless it's fixed with some kind of sweet like a licorice. My home is deep inside the mystics. I'm known to keep digging on existence. I'm holding in the heat like a fish stick. My phone it beeps because I missed it. I do not answer the call if I do not know who is calling. I'm making no sense of it all. Say, can I get a witness? I'm only a boy in a story, just a hallucinatory, tripping on nothing there is, living in the wilderness, with a tiger spot on my back, living life of a cat, I just wanna relax, hearing right another rap tune, driving off on your blind man's bike, you can say just what you like, or nothing can stop you. Of good intention, you're the best definition of good intention. You're the best.